Hello, this is Satella DeVoe from Asar Global Spheres Kingdom Equipping Center. And this is part two of Engaging the Kingdom Ecclesia. We're gonna be talking about when the Ecclesia lost its identity and transformed into the church. Let's get right into it. The English word church is a transliteration of the Greek word Kakurios or Kakurion. To understand where the word church came from and why the word ecclesia or ecclesia was removed is what we're going to talk about. Identity. Identity. If you lose your identity, you lose yourself, you lose your destiny which carries your mandate, your purpose, and the blueprints to actualize your destiny, the very purpose you were created for. Yahweh says in Jeremiah 29, I know the plans and the thoughts that I have towards you for good and peace. That word peace carries the frequency of wholeness, nothing missing, nothing lacking. Everything concerning you is written on your scroll. Psalms 139 says everything pertaining to you was in Yahweh in eternity before you were a seed in your father's loins or conceived in your mother's womb. This is very important to understand. Satan shifted the ecclesia's identity so he could shift your identity so that you could not function in your sphere of authority in the ecclesia. Why? Your economy is connected to your identity, which carries your destiny in the ecclesia, the ecclesia. Your kingdom provision, supply, increase, and influence is all in your position in the ecclesia. Lost identity causes us to misunderstand and misappropriate our assignments impacting both our functional identity and our mission in this world and throughout the cosmos. Your identity is so important. Yahweh says that, I know what nation I placed you in. I know what era and year you would be born in. I know which human vessels would be chosen to conceive you and bring you into this world, no matter how it was done. Why is that important? The individual person citizen is a part that makes up the whole nation. Remember, Yahweh is after sun sheep nations that will govern with him from heaven above into the earth below and throughout the cosmos. His will done on earth as it is in heaven. The Roman empire legalize Christianity, displacing the ecclesia. The original ecclesia, beginning in the book of Acts, expanded the gospel and influenced cities and nations until about 325 AD. Though it was oppressed and persecuted, the ecclesia Christ had established could not be stopped. The enemy's plan was when you can't beat them, join them 
and take them over. The ecclesia was so influential in reaching cities and regions that in 325 AD, the Roman emperor Constantine, who said he was a Christian, legalized Christianity. During this time, the Nicene Creed was written. Great cathedrals began to be built all over. These cathedrals would eventually be called churches. Remember, the word church is kakurion or kakuriakis. Christianity officially becomes the state religion of the Roman Empire. In 380 AD, Roman Emperor Thaddeus the Great made Christianity the state national religion of the entire Roman Empire. What appeared to be the summit of acceptance for the church was the unraveling of the ecclesia's identity being lost. The state church squeezed the ecclesia into its mold, gaining control of its leadership for its own personal gain. For the next thousand years plus, formalized religion slowly takes over the entire ecclesia like yeast in the dough. The leadership of the church becomes corrupt, political, taking on a form of godliness by denying its power that's in Yeshua's ecclesia or ecclesia. Now the church is filled with professional clergy, the wealthy and educated, and those who understand Hebrew, Greek, and Latin have access to the Bible. The common citizen does not have access at all. This Roman Catholic, and by the way, Catholic means universal. The church becomes well-established and ingrained in the culture of the empire. Yahweh, in the meantime, keeps groups of people pure from the polluted religious system. These were rogue members of the ecclesia that are carrying the, through, the true voice of the frequency of the undefiled gospel of the kingdom of Yahweh. So something happens. Truth seeks to return. The Tyndale translation of the New Testament and its threat to the state church. This is important for you to know because truly if you don't know your history, you don't know your future. Tyndale translation. Tyndale translation of the New Testament and its threat to the state church. The church retains power through bloody crusades that stamps down any type of resistance to its hold on power as the church. Remember you had the inquisitions, you had people being burned at the stake, uh, just somebody thinking or, or, or railing an accusation at you, you could be put to death. This was not what Yeshua built. It was what the enemy infiltrated into the uh, ecclesia. So let's continue. William Tyndale in 
1525 AD, translates the New Testament from Greek to English for all common people citizens to read, right? Known as the Tyndale translation. And again, this is important for you to know. So bear with me. Now in his translation of Matthew 16, 18, Tyndale rightly translate the Greek word ekklesia as congregation, as opposed to the word kakurion, which translate to in English to church, which had been used for centuries prior by now. So congregation or assembly as a proper rendering for the word ekklesia is what he did, Tyndale. This stands for truth, what cost William Tyndale his life. Rome claims that Peter started the church. The church is to be led by popes and bishops and not placed in the hands of any congregation or assembly. Tyndale's accurate translation of this one word puts the entire papal system in jeopardy. Tyndale's translation would become public. The correct translation of Matthew 16, 18 would be read by the masses everywhere, presenting a real threat to the power structure of the religious and political institution system of the day. Tyndale would not rescind the word congregation. He understood the power of what Yeshua HaMashiach, the Christ was conveying when he used that word and he would not rescind it. The Roman Catholic church hires a traitor. Tyndale is betrayed by Henry Phillips. Tyndale was sentenced to death by the Roman Catholic Church and was executed and burned at the stake in 1536. Remember the word identity? Lose your identity, lose yourself. Yeshua created an ecclesia, not a kukurion, a church. The rise of the Church of England came next, the Anglican Church. Don't throw stones at me. I grew up in the Anglican Church. I loved the Anglican Church. King Henry VIII separates from the Roman Catholic Church. He endorses the great Bible produced in 1535 AD. Tyndale's Bible is rebranded as the great Bible produced to sidestep the papal system. Now we have competition among the religious systems as to who is authentic and who is great. Why? Because the Roman Catholic Church did not get grant permission for King Henry VIII to annul his wife and marry another woman. So he creates his own institution, his own religious system. So King Henry VIII persuades the English parliament to separate from the Roman Catholic Church, right? 
1534, the Act of Supremacy makes King Henry VIII the head of the new English church and officially nullifies papal authority in that country. This is stunning, people. I tell you this is stunning because the ecclesia has been hijacked. While Christians are just going to church and embracing a religious uh, political, political structure that was never their identity, none the wiser. Just going with the flow. Then now more competition because the Geneva and the Bishop's Bible is produced. The church at Geneva, Switzerland produces the Protestant Geneva Bible in 1560 AD. Under the rule of Queen Elizabeth I, the Bishop's Bible is produced in 1568. I want you to understand the sustained attack by Satan against the ecclesia to contaminate Christ's ecclesia, a sustained attack to create a crisis identity. No identity, no purpose, no destiny. No believers in the way. No son priest kings of the order of Melchizedek priestess to form kingdom ecclesias to transform cultures to create sun-sheep nations that govern with Yeshua, to expand the kingdom of Yahweh on earth and into the cosmos. If one thing we could say about Satan, he is consistent working through human agents to get his will done. If we could only be so faithful. The King James Version of the Bible and the final blow to the ecclesia comes about. King James rises to power in 1603 AD. In 1604 AD, a new translation project is started. The King James authorized version of the Bible. We all most likely have one. Most hotels have one. They actually need one. By now, the new named state-run Anglican church is under the rule and direction of King James himself. Remember, he started this because he was in an adulterous affair. And they would not, the papal Roman Catholic Church would not grant him a divorce. So he creates a war of systems, separates from that system, gets the whole parliament of the government to go along with him, creates a new religious system and structure. You know, all this time, Satan is actually very happy about this. He isn't upset. This is just more confusion. You get one system over here, you get one system over there. We now have these competing translations of the Bible, King Henry VIII, the Geneva, the bishops, the great Bible, the Protestants, the Anglican, all of it is coming forth now. He is having a field day. Lost identity, 
is a horrible thing. So King James, the King James authorized version of the Bible is produced for the English state run national church to compete with the Protestant Geneva Bible. King James deploys 47 translators for the project and issues 15 rules for translation. Within the 15 rules of translation, Article 3 says, excuse me, the old ecclesiastical words are to be kept. And the word church, kakurion, is not, listen to this, is not to be translated as the word congregation, which means ecclesia. By translating ecclesia as church, kakurion, instead of congregation or assembly, King James and the Anglican State Church accomplished their goal of maintaining power by defining Christ's body as the Lord's house instead of a legislative ruling assembly. The King James authorized version is published in 1611 and quickly grows into popularity, overtaking the Protestant Geneva Bible keeping the misappropriation of the word ecclesia as church instead of congregation or assembly, they can be used interchangeably. And they're both correct because they both mean ecclesia. The King James Version has been and still is the most popular and number one selling translation of the Bible for well over 500 years. We have been building the church as it's been translated by religious and political forces that were not and are not aligned with Christ's mandate for the ecclesia. For 500 years, we've been building church as it's been translated and defined and understood, but not building the ecclesia that Yeshua commissioned given that the church and the ecclesia carry two very different meanings, they bring us to two very different results or places. I'm gonna leave it right there for today. That's like the little cliffhanger. So in the next session, I will provide the meaning of crisis, ecclesia, and um, the context in which Adonai used this word. Again, this is Satello DeVoe um, from Asar Global Spheres Apostolic Kingdom Center, Equipping Center. And if this resonates with you, please hit that like and subscribe button. And I will see you in the next session. May the Lord keep you and may the Lord bless you in all your ways. I'll see you soon. Hello there.
This is Satella DeVoe from Asar Global Spheres Apostolic Equipping Center. And today I'm going to be talking to you about engaging the kingdom ecclesia, the Bahamas, and basically what is the ecclesia? I want to do just a bit of housekeeping here and give some credit to Greg uh, Sims, Mike Parsons also, because I gleaned a lot from some of their teachings when I was uh, putting together this session, this series of teachings on the ecclesia. And what I call this is engaging the kingdom ecclesia. And what is the ecclesia? Some may say ecclesia, it's all interchangeable, it's one word. But I wanna read a quote here for just a moment. And the quote is from Dr. Miles Monroe, who, the late Dr. Miles Monroe, let me say. But he had made a quote and it said, this is what he said. The ecclesia was an arm of the Roman government that helped the governor administer the policies of Rome. Their job was to help to ensure that the policies and the decrees of Rome were passed down to them through the governor were enacted and enforced throughout the reign or the region of their jurisdiction. And it says, see God's big idea, reclaiming God's original purpose for your life, 2008 Miles Monroe. That is a quote from the late Dr. Miles Monroe. So what is the ecclesia? Now I'm gonna be talking about this for maybe five or six sessions. We'll see how far it goes, but it would encompass about that much. So let's just get right into it. Yahweh's kingdom ecclesia. So the ecclesia could establish policies legislate, confer, or deny citizenship and elect officials. They were in fact a called out ruling council. By using the word ecclesia, Yeshua, whom some of you may say Jesus, but his original Hebraic name is Yeshua. So when I say Yeshua, I'm referring to Jesus. Yeshua was declaring that in the same way that the Roman ecclesia was to ensure the policies of the government of Rome were enacted, his ecclesia would be an arm of the kingdom of Yahweh that would ensure that the policies, the legislation and decrees of heaven were enacted and enforced in the earth. Can cross-reference those scriptures, Matthew 16, 19, Mark 16, 17 to 18, and John 20, 23. The ecclesia was gathered around the Roman emperor to hear and record his words. 
then they were to see that his will and desires were being implemented across his realm and the realm of his kingdom. This is how we as the ecclesia are called to function as rulers under the supreme ruler, King Yeshua, who is king of kings. Why? Because we are meant to govern. That is why. So again, what is the ecclesia? Yeshua never commissioned us to sit within the four walls of the church four walls of a building and do what we call church, but rather to engage with the culture of the nations as the ecclesia, as the governing ones of Christ in the earth. The ecclesia was created to take the revelation of Yeshua HaMashiach, that is Jesus the Christ, through the gates of Hades. And the question is, what are, what are the gates of Hades? And we'll talk about that as we go along into the series. And so the ecclesia was created to take the revelation of Yeshua HaMashiach through the gates of Hades and into the darkest places on earth, bringing the heavenly frequencies of the freedom and liberty of the kingdom of heaven. What did Yeshua say? He came to set the captives free. He didn't come for them to join a denomination. There is no denomination in the kingdom of Yahweh. It is just the kingdom with the supreme ruler, Yahweh, and his son, Yeshua, and the Holy Spirit. So we have here the temple, the synagogue, and the ecclesia. So the ecclesia was created, as I said, to take the revelation of Yeshua into the darkest regions, into all of those dark places, and bring the light of the kingdom. But I'm getting ahead of myself here. Most of us are familiar with the temple, the synagogue, but not the ecclesia. In the days of Yeshua, there were three main institutions that every Israelite Hebrew knew. It was the temple, the synagogue, and the ecclesia. Now, most of us are familiar with the temple and the synagogue, but very little know about the ecclesia itself. The temple and the synagogue were what? Religious institutions organized to worship and instruct uh, God's people under the old aeronautic Levitical system. With the temple sacrifices, services happened only three times a year. Synagogue worship could be weekly, but it could also be done at home, where whether at the synagogue or at home services were done daily, three times a day. Okay. I want to stress something very important here. The aeronautic Levitical system of the temple was based on blood animal sacrifices to deliver the nation from sin every year by the high priest until the Mashiach came 
which was and is Yeshua, who has come and ascended. The problem is that the Israelites of Yeshua day and even the Israelites and Jews of today do not accept Yeshua as the Messiah, the Redeemer that has come. So they rejected all of that. And this is why Yeshua could not use the temple system or the synagogue system because they were still waiting for him to come. They never received him. Do you realize that from AD 70, when the temple was destroyed, there has been no animal sacrifices? Why? Because there's no physical temple to have sacrifices in. because the, the veil in the temple has been rent by the blood of Yeshua once and for all eternity. Yeshua has become our eternal high priest once and for all. One sacrifice, his death on the cross, his blood, his resurrection. He is our eternal high priest. Yeshua, our high priest, after the order of Melchizedek for eternity. I'm going to explain all of this. As a believer in the way of Yeshua, you are a priest and a king in the order of the Melchizedek priesthood. You and I are the living temple of Yahweh. We are the living stones. The old aeronautic Levitical system uh, could not carry the power or the authority of Yeshua's Ecclesia because it did not have the Ecclesia capacity to function. Why, you would say, it did not have the frequency of the blood of Yeshua to govern the return of the kingdom of Yahweh back into the earth realm. It didn't have it. Christian church of today does not have it either to some degree. And I'll explain. As a believer, you have the blood of Yeshua and you're seated with him in heavenly places. I want to say one word to you, identity. And I'll repeat it, identity. The Christian church of today carries the wrong identity given to them by Constantine. In the Hebrew culture, a name is given to carry the frequency of the purpose and the function of a thing. When Yeshua assigned a name to his governing body in the earth realm, it was the name Ecclesia. Why? The frequency of the purpose and the function of that name, Ecclesia, carries all the power and authority of the government of heaven to destroy the gates of Hades in the earth. By the way, gates are political, economic, religious, earthly, and temporal, which meaning death, they're gonna come to an end. Worldly systems that do not trade according to the government trading floor systems of the kingdom of Yahweh. Yahweh and Yeshua's Ecclesia is a governmental, economical, spiritual, truthful, cosmic, and eternal 
kingdom system. And good news, you and I, as believers in the way, followers of Yeshua, are part of that kingdom system. The ecclesia is definitely not religious, but governmental in its nature. It was first developed by the Greeks hundreds of years before Christ, and then expanded by the Romans when they took power. Every Roman city had an ecclesia, and so the ecclesia had an extensive authority in determining the affairs of cities and territories. It's, it functioned as the legal ruling assembly of a, seat, of a city, meeting as much as up to 40 to 50 times a year to lead and to govern. Ecclesias were regularly summoned to actively participate in legislation, declare war, make peace, negotiate treaties, make alliances, elect officials, and much more. So in legal cooperation with the Senate, the Ecclesia had the final decisions in all matters affecting the supreme interests of the state pertaining to war, peace, alliances, treaties, the regulation of an army and navy, finances, loans, tributes, duties, prohibitions of exports and imports, the introduction of new religious rites and festivals, the awarding of honors and rewards, and the conferring of citizenship. In other words, the secular, catch that, secular ecclesia had an expansive authority in determining the affairs of their cities and territories. This is very important since every ecclesia governs through Roman rule. This was the example. Its role is to activate and enforce the Roman customs, legislations, and laws ensuring that each city looked and acted like Rome itself, correct? Yet Yeshua chose the ecclesia, which was not a religious system, but a secular system to represent his kingdom government in the earth. Ecclesias colonized regions. They were the local ruling expression of Rome, apostolic and governmental in nature. Christ's ecclesia. I mean, I, I really want you to grasp this because it's just no coincidence that Yeshua released the name and functions of his divine agency, the ecclesia at the gates of Hades essentially codifying its mandate, its blueprint, its purpose and function. He said in Matthew 16 and 18, I will build my ecclesia. Now I know if you go to that scripture in your Bibles right now, you're not gonna find that word there, ecclesia. You're gonna find the word church. That is a entirely, utterly wrong translation. And it's very significant and very important. Remember the word identity I used a bit earlier. So what does this mean to us today? 
because we're not living back then, we're living right now. Yeshua deliberately chose the ecclesia model to be the function as the representation of his spiritual government, ascending and legislating from heaven the will of Yahweh on the earth by removing the legal rights of the adversary to control any and every nation's culture and essentially its people. Because if you control the culture, you control the nation, you control its people. The will of our king is to access every dark demonic gate, freeing people from the kingdom of darkness and ushering them into the kingdom of light. The Bible says that when Yeshua died, he first went through the gates of Hades, right? Himself and plundered it, leaving it powerless. He took the keys of Hades and death and gave it to his ecclesia, creating a divine pathway for the ecclesia to function and follow. You can check out Romans, uh, I'm sorry, Revelations 1.18, Ephesians 4, 9 and 10, Colossians 2.15 and Matthew 6.19. Remember the gates of Hades are political, economic, religious, earthly, temporal, debt systems is what I would call them because they will all pass away. They're all gonna die. Christ, Ecclesia now has the keys and the devil does not. Yeshua gave the keys to you and I. He gave us the power and the authority to use those keys. It is the father's good pleasure, it says, to give us the kingdom. The Ecclesia is commissioned to use those keys to access those locked gates, no matter what nation or region, and reclaim that which was lost, Luke 19.10, by legislating first from heaven into the earth, changing cultures, what are the mindsets and the belief of the people groups in that nation. So why are we not doing that? We lost our mandate. We lost our identity. We lost our blueprint. And when we lost our identity, we lost our purpose and what we are supposed to be doing in the earth. I want you to think about that. You don't have to believe anything I just said to you. And it would be good if you had the spirit of the Berarians uh, who would listen, but would go and check. I know I said some things that might have uh, shocked you a little bit, but that's okay. Sometimes it's good to be shocked. But I will be back with another session in this series. And if anything I said to you, you know, resonated with you, I want you to hit that like and subscribe button. Remember, this is Satella DeVoe from Asar Global Spares, Apostolic Equipping Center, and I will see you very soon with the next session in this installment. 
I want to thank you for listening today. Yahweh bless you and Yahweh keep you in all your ways.